The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by Mr. Uri Nidam, Hashem Yishminu V'chayehu, in honor of all the members of the Minyan, all the members of the Daf Yomi, and in honor of the Rabbi, Tzkel Mitzvot, may he continue to succeed. Aslahab, Arvacha, Bechol Ma'asei Yadav, Amen. Daf Kuftet. Today's daf has been studied in the Shmat of Raham ben Esther, Ruach Hashem, Tenhanu, Begin Eden, Amen. Today's daf has been studied for Asher Emah. Yosef bin Sarah bin Sarah bin Rachel. Ena refana lahem, ena refana lahem, ena refana lahem. For the nefesh, for the guf, for the tam, kadabal lebol v'kini nasum v'nomar. Amen. Begin today's daf on Kufhet Amud Bet, and we are on the bottom line, starting from the new Mishnah. A posek maot lachatano. Person committed monies to his son-in-law. As his dowry, upashat lo etaregel. Literally means he extended his foot. It was mean he extended his foot upashat lo etaregel. So that she says two interpretations. Lashon bezayonu. He's it's a derogatory statement. Ve'amar noash she'eno hashted barav tol tit she'al gabel aglay. He's telling his son-in-law. Take the tar off my shoe. He extended his foot, which means he's saying, I'm not paying you. He's speaking to him in a derogatory manner. manner. He say, I know I committed here, but, uh, you know, go uh, take the tar off my shoes. I'm not paying you any money. That she then says a different interpretation. Which means, you hang me on a tree. And I have nothing to pay you, which means he's defaulted. He has no more money to, to to pay. Okay, so that's what happened. So now the deen is teshev rosha. So according to the first shita is that let the son-in-law stay married to this lady until her hair turns white, which means um, you could pressure the father into paying the pledge. I just stay married. Don't uh, don't divorce her. Don't do anything. Just stay there. Now she's stuck, and uh, you leave her. Uh, you leave her hanging over there. Until her hair becomes white, which means she's mikudeshet, so she can't she can't go anywhere. She's stuck. So therefore, put the pressure on the father. Okay, that's it. I'm not uh, consummating the marriage. Therefore, you're stuck, and therefore the father will be forced to pay the money that he committed. Admon Omer, Yecholai Shetomar, Ilu Ani Pasakti Le'atzmi Eshev Achetabin Roshi. Achshav She'abba Pasak, Ma'ani Yecholai La'asot, O Kenos, O Petor. Which means, Admon says, no, she has a claim. She can say, listen, I didn't commit the money to you. My father committed the money to you. It's not my problem. If he doesn't want to pay, why should I have to suffer? Because my father defaulted. Therefore, either consummate the marriage, or give me a, a get. So Edmond says she has that claim and the husband has to, uh, has to acquiesce. Comes the Mishnah continues and says, says I see Edmond. Edmond makes sense what he said. Because again, she really has a good claim of it. She's saying it's not me. It's, uh, it's my father. Why should I be punished because of my father's uh, delinquency that he doesn't want to pay the debt? Comes the Gemara and says, Matnitin delo ki hai tana. Our Mishnah is not following this Tana. Which Tana? The Tanya, we have a Braita. Amar bi Yoseh bi Yehuda lo nechdeku admon v'hachamim ala posek ma'ot ha'tana u'pashat u'tararegel sh'yikholai sh'tomar abba pasak alai ma'ani yikholai la'asot Which means, according to this Braita, nobody argues in that case. Where the father committed the money... Everybody agrees, even Tanakama, 
that the lady is able to say, what do you want from me? It's not my fault. My father committed the money, so you're going to punish me. Therefore, either consummate the marriage or give me a divorce. That's not the machloket in the Mishnah. So what's the case of the machloket? Uh, where she herself committed money towards the dowry of her husband. Uh, so what's the machloket? Hachamim say that you committed the money. The husband is able to hold her now in the Mikudeshet stage until she uh, pays. So you, your commitment, you got to make good on it. However, Edmon Omer, which means she can come along and claim, listen, I know I committed it, but I committed it with the intention that my father is going to pick up the tab, that my father is going to pay for it. So therefore, what do you want uh, from me now? My father doesn't want to pay for it. You're going to punish me? And therefore, Edmond holds, even in that case, she's able to say, either marry me or... Give me a get. So basically, we have a big machlok between the Mishnah and the Braita, how to learn the case. The Mishnah is learning the case where the father committed, and we have a machlok at Tanakaman Edmon. According to the Braita, no, where the father committed, everybody says the lady can claim a get or a, uh, a nisu'in. The machlok in the Mishnah is where she committed the money. And still in that case, uh, Edmon holds that uh, she can claim that she wants a get or she wants to get married. I mean, you cannot keep her uh, till her hair turns white, because she can come along and say, listen, uh, I, I made the pledge, but I was expecting my father to pay, so therefore, uh, you know, you can't, uh, you can't punish me for that. Amar And on that braita, Rabban Gamliel said, I hear the words of Edmond. Comes to Gibran and says, Tana, What are we saying over here? That what? That she stays until uh, her hair turns white. When is this talking about? This is talking about... Right. The Gedola. This is talking about where the girl is a Gedola. She is an adult. But if she is a minor... Kofin, we force, look at Ashi, which means according to the Braita, what was the case of the Braita? The Braita said that everybody agrees that in the case where, let's say, the husband, um, the father made the commitment, so in that case over there, if the father made the commitment, the dean is what? She can claim, listen, it's not my, not my fault, I didn't uh, pledge the money, give me a get or give me a... Um, or give me a, a, a nisuin. Everybody holds like that. And uh, the, to that, the Gibbara says, When was the Braita said that law? Only when she is a an adult. But if she is a minor, the girl, the, the lady that's getting married, we force. Now what does it mean we force? So the Gibbara says, Who are we forcing over here? If you're telling me we force the the father, ibka mibale. The opposite should be true. Rashi, top line. Ibka mibale. Im bat lachufetaav. If you tell me we're going to force the father, meaning to to pay, ibka mistabra tefel lefisha gedola tenai tenai. Which means whose tenai is a tenai? A gedola. When she makes a let's say a gedola makes a condition, right? She says, "I pledge that I'm going to pay," or a ketana makes a condition, I, a, a pledge, I pledge to pay. Who's, who's, who do you have to take more seriously? I have to take the Gedolah more seriously. The Ketanah's uh, pledge is nothing. So therefore, the Gedolah is saying, When is this being said, this whole din of the Braith over here, that what, that we said over there, that when the, when the girl herself uh, pledges, that we have a machloket between Tarakama and Edmon, right? Tarakama comes along and says, right, you let us sit until our hair is uh, white. Right? And Edmond uh, comes along and says, no, you can go to, the, the lady has a claim, and says, listen, I thought my father was going to pick up the, the bill, and therefore either give me a nisu'in uh, or give me a get. What is that said? The gedola. But when it comes to Ketanah, you're forcing. Who are you forcing? Kofin leman. If you tell me you're forcing the father, what does it mean you're forcing the father? Meaning you're going to the father and saying, hey, pay up. On the contrary, it, it, it should make more sense that you force the father in a case where what? 
Well, she's a ketana. Because why? The ketana's claim is not a claim. Look at the top of she again. Imbat you're coming to force the father to pay out. Sorry, lefisha gedolah tonight tonight. Gedolah, which is a gedolah. Her tonight is a tonight. So if you're forcing the father in any case, it should be when the girl made a legitimate uh, uh, pledge. She's a gedolah, so you got to respect it. In that case, we should say you forced the father. El amaravat kofin lebaal liten get says no. That the din over here is that what on a gedolah, then she can come along. And, uh, uh, um, and we have the machloket between Admon and Hachemim. Ava, when she's a ketana, kofin. Kofin who? You kofin the husband to give a get. Because why? The tenai is not a tenai. Which means when the ketana comes along and says, I pledge to give you money. What's the ketana's claim? So pay no attention to it. Therefore, the husband cannot say, oh, listen, you made a uh, tenai over here to give me money, and therefore I'm not, uh, I'm not giving you the get. Talbin, stay until your hair turns white. Now, you can't do that. If she's a ketana. Give it a get. Why? Because the tonight is nothing. So basically, learn this last statement. Like his rabbis came along and said, "What? That she has to sit until her hair turns white, right?" But that's only talking about if she's a gedola, where her tonight is a tonight. But if she's a ketana, what's a ketana scripture? I, I'm giving you money. Oh, the husband said, "Oh, you said you're giving me money. Now I'm not giving you a get, or I'm not giving you a suin until you uh, make good." Ah, kofin, give her a get. Why? Because she's a ketana. Don't pay no attention to her ketana's uh, claim. Ketana has no, uh, has no, uh, has no right to, to make such a claim. And therefore, she doesn't have to keep it. So therefore, the husband cannot hold her uh, as a result of it. Amar Rabbi Yitzchak ben Elazar b'shemed haskiyah kol makom shamar Rabban Gamliel roe ani yedvre Admon any time Rabban Gamliel says that halakha follows Admon or I see Admon's opinion halakha kemoto good. So that's an important rule that what any time Rabban Gamliel says I see Admon we go like. We go like it, we go like that. Well, even in the Braita, which means, because now we have a machlok between the Mishnah and the Braita. And in both cases, Rabban Gamliel said, Admon. So the rabbi came along and said, Shanon. Anytime Rabban Gamliel says, Admon, she says, Even in the Braita, Did I say, only when he said it in the Mishnah, I said it anywhere. Whether it's in the Mishnah, whether it's in the Braita. Which means we have a two different versions. We have a version of the Mishnah version of the Braita. Now, we're not saying who's the halakha like. Is the halakha like the Mishnah or the Mishnah like the Braita? But we're saying that technically, if you want to go like the Braita, we will go like Edmond. Because Rabban Gamliel said halakha kedavrei Edmond. There's no difference between the Mishnah and the Braita. The law applies that whenever Rabban Gamliel said halakha kedavrei Edmond, we go like in Ben, the Mishnah. Ben the Brighton. Now, who's the halakha? I like that. That already that, uh, depends. Do we take the Mishnah or do we take the Brighton? Amar Bizar Amar Ava, Barir Mia. Bet Devarim Shamar Hanan, Halakha Kayotse Bo. Which is the two halakhot that Hanan taught. In the previous Mishnah, we learned two halakhot from Hanan. So the Gemara is saying that those two halakhot that Hanan said, Halakha Kayotse Bo. The halakha is not only like uh, Hanan, but the halakha is also like the one that agreed with him. If you remember in both Mishnayot, we had the end of Mishnah, Amar Hanan, Nirin Li Devre Hanan. So therefore the Gemara is saying that not only is the halakha follow uh, Hanan, but it follows the one that agreed with him, which is Rabbi Hanan. Shiva Devarim Shamar Edmon, and the seven halakha that Edmon said, and we didn't get seven so far. We have uh, like uh, two. But the halakhot, the seven altogether, we're going to see seven. Seven halakhot that Edmond said, En halakha kayotsebo. The halakha does not follow the one that agreed with him. Who's the one that agreed with him? Rabban Gamliel. Because Rabban Gamliel is the one that said, Rue ani yitivre Edmond. So give us what he means. My kamar. Ile ma'achi kamar shnei, Devarim shamar hanan halakha kemoto v'kayotsebo. V'shivah devarim shamar Edmond. En halakha kemoto v'lo kayotsebo. The halakha does not follow Edmond and not like the one that agreed with him. Can't be. Didn't we just learn the name of Rabbi Yitzhak ben Al-Azad? We just said, what do you mean? Any time that Rabbi Yitzhak agreed with, uh, with uh, Edmon, the Halakha is like him. So how could you come and tell me that Halakha is not like uh, the one that agreed with him? Adrabah, the Halakha should, should be like the one that agreed with him. Ela ha'chi kamar. Shnei devarim shamar hanan lecha kemoto bo. Which means, two, the two things that Hanan said, Halakha kemoto, Halakha follows Hanan, vechayosebo, and the one that agreed with him, which is who? 
Rabbi Yohanan. Shiva Devarim Shamar Edmon. Oh, and the seven things that Edmon said, En halacha ke yotze bo. Oh, so the halacha does not follow the uh, opinion that the rabbi that agreed with him. Who's the rabbi that agreed with him? Rabban Gamliel. So comes the Gemara and says, Hakimoto. Oh, but in the cases where Rabban Gamliel agreed with uh, uh, Hanan, because really you're going to see that Rabban Gamliel only agreed with, uh, not Hanan, Rabban Gamliel only agreed with Edmon in three of the cases. He said seven halachot. Not in every case did the Rabban Gamliel say, Ro'ani Edvre Edmon. He just said it in three out of the seven cases. So the Gemara is coming to say, maybe it means like this, first wide line. Uh, first wide line. The seven items that Edmon said, is not going to follow the one that agreed with him, which is Rabban Gamliel. But in the cases where Rabban Gamliel agreed, Bechulu. Which is any time Rabban Gamliel said that Talakha is like Edmon, Talakha follows him. Amar in. It's only in a case where he said Halakha Kedmon. Lo Amar, lo. But if he did not say, then the law does not follow Edmon. So therefore, how could you tell me in the second version? When you tell me, Shiva'ad Mishwaramun, En halakha ke yotsebo, ha kemoto halakha bechulu. Which means, how could you tell me that halakha is going to follow Rabban Gamliel in all the cases, all seven, if he only agreed in three of them? Jesus, according to the second verse, what it say? Halakha does not follow Edmon, unless Rabban Gamliel uh, 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 agreed, and therefore halakha like him in these seven cases, bechulu. But he didn't agree in all of the cases. He only agreed in... Two of them, or three of them. El haki kamar. Shnei devarim she'amar Hanan al-chakim otu v'chayotzebo. When it comes to Hanan, we go with Hanan and the Biyu Hanan who agreed with him. Shiva'ad devarim she'amar Admon. Yesh mehem she'alachakim otu v'chayotzebo. There are some that Alaka will follow Admon and the one that agreed with him, which is who? The Bangam Liel. The Yesh mehem she'en alachakim otu elachayotzebo. The Alaka will not follow Admon, but the Bangam Liel. Why? Because if Rabban Gamliel argues on Edmond, then we don't go like Edmond, we go like Rabban Gamliel. Why? Because bottom line, the only time you take Rabban Gamliel is when he, the only time you take Edmond is when Rabban Gamliel agreed with him. But if he didn't agree with him, then you take Rabban Gamliel over Edmond. And therefore, we thought originally to say maybe what, you're always going to take uh, Edmond, you can't always take Edmond. Because bottom line, sometimes uh, you only take Edmond when Rabban Gamliel agreed. But if he didn't agree, you don't take him, and, and four out of the cases, he didn't agree. So he says, you're right. I'm only going to take Edmond in the times that the Bangamaliyah was more but in the times that the Bangamaliyah was not more there, then we don't go like Edmond, it'll be go like Rabban Gamaliyah. That is the bottom line of that piece. Next Mishnah. Ha'orer ala sadeh, vu hatum aleha be'ed. Edmon Omer, Hashini, Noahli, Varishon, Kashem, Enu, Rachamim Omrim, Ibed, Ezechuto. Okay, we have to understand this case over here. Literally, Ha'orer ala Sadeh. A guy has a claim against a field. Orer is Orer, he has a claimant against a, a field. Now, what's his claim? So Rashi tells us what his claim is. Ha'orer ala Sadeh. Reuven me'ar'ir al-sadeh shibiyat Shimon. Shimon's got a field. Reuven comes along and tells Shimon, what's going on over here? Ve'omel levi shemachra lecha gazla mimeni. Comes along and says, that field that Levi sold you, Levi stole it from me. So Reuven's claiming against Shimon that that field is stolen and it's really his. That's the claim. Now, it gets, gets uh, deeper than that. Vuhatum, continue Rashi, <laughs> so what does uh, Reuven do? Reuven, uh, Shimon comes over and says, what are you talking about? You, you, you have claims? You're the guy that signed the star of the sale. When Levi sold me the, the, the field, you were one of the witnesses. So what are you talking about? You have claims that it's yours. You, you, you signed the, the, the transaction. So Edmond comes along and says, 
רש"י, אתמול אומר, יכולו שיאמר, מה שלא הערתי בשעת שלקחת מלוי, וחתמתי בתוך השטר עד, לפי שלוי אדם חזק, וקשה להוציאה מידו, ונוח לי שתהיה בידיך שהוציאנה ממך בדין. Levi is a tough guy, he's a strong guy. I, I knew I wouldn't have a shot to extract my field back from Levi. Levi's a gazlan. I knew I didn't have a shot. I said, you know what? Better let the field go to you. And now you're an easier guy. Now I'll go to Dean and I'll get the field back for you. So don't, don't take my signature on the, on the sale as anything. The only reason why I sold it is because it was to my benefit to, to, to get it out of Levi's uh, possession. Because he's the gazlan, he's a tough guy. Now it's why you now be able to, to extract it. So Edmond comes along and says... That's okay. And let's read that in the Mishnah's language now. Ha'orer ala sadeh, v'u'chatum alav be'ed, edmon omer ha'sheni noach li, he can say the second guy, meaning Shimon, it's noach li, it's easy for me to have the field by Shimon, v'arishon kashe emenu. But Levi, the first guy, is stronger than him, therefore I signed. V'achamim omrim ibedet zechuto. Hachemim say nothing doing. Once you sign the star, you lost your rights. That's already a claim. How can you open your mouth? When you sign the star of the sale, you should have said something. So therefore, Hachemim say, Now, If he made it, literally, words, if he made it a sign for another field, everybody agrees, What does that mean? That's she. meaning Shimon's holding the field, Siman Le'achir. He made it a Siman for another field. Which means he was selling Shimon, he has the field that's under question, and next to that field he has another, another field, he has two fields. Shimon now is not discussing the field that's under claimant over the claimed field. He's talking he's selling the field that's next to it. Now as he sold that field, he writes, I'm selling you the field over here, and you should know the four borders of the field. So he wants to give the, the territory. What, 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 the, the, the field that borders on the north side, this field, on the south side, that field. He's writing in the start exactly the four borders, the Mitzarim we call that, of the field that's being sold. And he writes, uh, the field of me is bordering my field that's next to it. And that's the field that's under claim. And uh, he writes it in his name. He writes, you should know that uh, this field that I'm selling you is bordering my field to the left, which is belonging to me, Shimon. And Reuven signed on that star. Reuven signed on that star that it clearly says the field that was sold next to it is bordering the field that belongs to Shimon. And Reuven signed. Now he comes along and says, hey, uh, that field over there uh, is mine. So, she says, Now, in this case over here, he cannot come along and say, well, the second guy is Nawahli. Why? Because he, he didn't sell the field. Which means it's still by Shimon. Over here, there's no claim. Over here, the, the, the field next to the field in question was sold. The whole logic of it more than the first thing was what? I'd rather get the field out of Levi to get it by you. That's why I signed the start. Good, that's why I kept quiet. Okay, but now, this field of his under claim. Okay? The field next to it, Shimon is selling. Good, so how does he sell it? I'm selling you the field over here, and this uh, place over here, and you should know, it borders my field to the left, uh, on this border over here, that I, and, and I own that field. And what? No, man signs it. What are you signing that start for? If, if, you, if you have a claim that that's your field, what are you signing for? And you cannot come along and say, well, no, Ahli, no, Ahli, what? No, he's not selling this field. In the first case of it, he can say, no, I'd rather get the field out of Levi, because I, I can't get it from Levi, he's a Gazlan, he's a Hazak. So therefore I say, you know what, let me transfer to Shimon, and then I'll fight to Shimon. Now she can hear this field staying by Shimon. Shimon's only selling the field that's next to it, and he's putting it as a demarcation so that people know which field this is. He's saying, you should know, the field I'm selling, the board is my field to the left, the field that belongs to Shimon. 
And what does happen? Ruben signs his name. Yes, I, I agree. In that case, even Edmond will say, Ibed Zeet Zechuto. Comes Gemara and says, Amar Abaye. Abaye comes along and says, Lo Shanu Elaid. Oh, this is only talking about where we have a machlok between Hakamim and Edmond. That's only talking about where the Reuven was a Ed. He signed his name. However, Abal Dayan. But if let's say he signs the document, not as a witness, but as a judge, Lo Ibed Ezechuto. He does not lose his rights, even according to Hakamim. Why? Why? He signed the start. Uh, I thought the rabbi's logic was once you sign the start, so then already you're admitting that uh, the field was sold and uh, you, 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 you testified that Levi sold it to, to Shimon. So what's the difference if I sign it as a witness or I sign it as a judge? So the Gibran says the difference. Okay, we have a rule. A witness doesn't sign a star unless he reads it. Well, what's the shot of a witness? I'm testifying on the, the aforementioned, whatever is written before my signature, that it's emet. Uh, Therefore, if you're signing as a ed, hachemim Levi sold the field to Shimon, the Reuven signs. That means he read it. Therefore, what does hachemim He can't come along and say, hey, that's my field. Wait, wait, you signed the uh, star. However, when you sign it as a dayan, a dayanim chotmi avbishilo kera'uhu. Why do, what is a judge signing a star? The judge signing a star, he's not uh, uh, attesting to the validity of what's written above. He signs the star that these are the witnesses. He's just kosturing the witnesses. The judge says, yes, we know, Hatima, these two guys that signed, we're giving it uh, credence. We know that these are, this is their Hatima Tanam. This is their uh, signatures. So therefore, he didn't read it. So therefore, you can't come along and have a claim. Hey, Reuven, you signed the star. I don't even know what I signed. I don't even know what it said in the star over there. Well, you didn't read that it says Levi sold the field to Shimon. I didn't mean, why don't you read it? I don't have to read it. They, they asked me to, 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 to just verify signatures. I verified signatures. So if even the Hachamim will agree that if it's the Dayan, they signed it as Dayanim, then already, uh, he can still go claim the field against uh, Shimon. Good. Comes again and continues. Asa'a Siman Le'achir. Good. So what do we say in the Mishnah? which is he sold the field to somebody else, and he used the field under question as a siman, right? the boundary line, the, the one that's bordering my field. So comes the Gemara and says, Amar Abaye. Abaye comes along and makes a diuk. Which means that's only to where they sold it to another person. Which means, if let's say, he sold the bordering field to the Uven himself, to the one that's having the, the claim on the first field, he sold him his second field, and in that uh, star, he wrote, I'm selling it a field, and you should know that the border is my field to the, uh, to the left. You know, it gives him the borderline. In that case over there, no ibed What's the logic? Well, it says... The Amar Ilo Avid Le Hache Lo Ave Mazbin La Nihalai, which means if I would not have done this, which means um, if I I want I want to get this field over here, if I would have started now making uh, noise that hey the field next to him is mine, he wouldn't have sold me this field. So therefore, I want I want to, I want to buy fields. I want to get this field. So if I'm going to start making, uh, screaming now, say, hey, what do you mean? That field next to you is not yours. Say, no, no, let me keep quiet now. I'm not going to, not going to fight. Let, let me get this field here first. If I'm going to start arguing now, he's not going to sell me uh, any field. So therefore, I had to keep quiet. But my, 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 my signing the start to his claim is no proof that I, that I agree that really it's his field. So why, so why did you sign it for? He, he wrote to something that you don't agree to. I, I, I want to get the field. I want to buy it. I don't want, to, I don't want the deal to, to go south. Well, look at that sheet. If I didn't keep quiet, I wouldn't have got the 
the field alone, which is, it was, point, point, say it better. So long as you can interpret his silence, Reuven still has a, uh, a claim. So we can interpret his silence. Hey, Reuven, why'd you sign the star that clearly says that the field next to the one that you're buying belongs to Shimon? You know, I kept quiet because I, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the, the jeopardize the sale of the, the field that I'm buying now. Let me let me get this field now. I bought it. Now nah, I'll go back and uh, hassle him on the uh, other one. But if I'm gonna start hassling him and saying, "Hey, listen, hey, that field over there is really mine." Oh, now you know, I'm not selling anything. This guy's a troublemaker. I'm not selling anything. So therefore, there's a reason why he kept quiet and signed the stuff, even though it was a uh, uh, against him. Okay, so let's read that inside. If I didn't uh, do this, what I did, this tactic, you would not have sold it to me. Now, now he's continuing with talking, uh, What are you going to tell me I should have done? Which means, uh, what, 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 what's your claim against me? If you're going to tell me, well, you should have wrote at least a moda'a. What is a moda'a? She tells us. Maybe you should have went to witnesses in private. Have you listen. You might have a claim. Revenge talking now. Maybe you're going to tell me, hey, listen, how come if really it's true what I'm saying, that I didn't want to jeopardize the uh, sale, the, 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 the purchase, how come I didn't go to two witnesses in private and just confess to them that? Because that would really uh, expose the Uven's true intent. Go in private. Listen, the two witnesses, I want you to know exactly what I'm doing. I'm signing this study, but the only reason I'm signing it is not... Uh, so then already, the Uven is in a strong position. Because he can come along and say, listen, I even spoke to two witnesses, I'll tell you that the only reason why I signed it is because I didn't want to jeopardize my uh, purchase. So how come Reuven does not have to do that? So the you know why he doesn't have to do that? Because he says like this, Havrach, Havra Itle. Because your friend has a friend, the Havra, the Havrach, and the friend of your friend, Havra Itle, also has a friend. The famous line of Havra, Havra Itle, which means people talk. So therefore, you're going to go to two witnesses, what's going to end up happening? The two witnesses have friends. They talk, oh yeah, 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 so the event came to me, told me that he's only signing the thing because really that field belongs to him. Those two friends tell two friends, and they tell more to people. So all of a sudden, what's going to happen? It's going to get back to Shimon. Then Shimon's going to say, ah, you wise guy, that's why you're signing the start of it, because you, 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 want, you want me to sell you the film, but you can have claims against my original one? I'm not selling you. So he says, you can't, the event's saying, you can't have claims, why didn't I go to two witnesses and, you know, make a gilui da'at and, and tell them my true intention? I can't do that. Because what's going to end up happening? The true intention ends up becoming revealed based on the rule of Havra Havra Itle. Understand? So, well, there's no claim against uh, the Uven in that case why he didn't go to two witnesses and uh, reveal his uh, his da'at. Good Ashi. Havra Havra Itle. Right? He's going to end up telling him and he's going to end up not going to not going to sell it. Good? Comes the Gemara and says story. Okay, exactly the case we had over here. Same story, Uven has a field, uh, Shimon uh, has a field, Uven has claims uh, on the field, Shimon now uh, goes and sells the field, the neighboring field, and he sold it by making a siman with the borders of the field that was under uh, question, and what happens? Ir'ir. Now, Reuven comes along and he's ma'ir. He comes and says, hey, this is uh, my, uh, my field over there. Even though he signed uh, the star, regular, regular, like Amishnah. He signed the document and all that. Now, if he signs the document, he says, listen, I know I signed the document, but I'm telling you, that field belongs to me. The Shekhiv. And then what happens? Reuven died. The Okim Apotropa. So now the Yetomim have the same claim. The Yetomim come and say, that was my father's uh, field. But the Yetomim don't have their own claims. So they have an administrator that claims for the Yetomim. So now look at this administrator, this Apotropos, how he claimed now for the Yetomim. Because normally, what do we say in this case? Everybody agrees. In Luzichut. Bottom line, what did your father sign it for? Your father signed it, knowing that that... Uh, now, you cannot tell me he was buying it for himself. It was sold to somebody else. 
So therefore, in that case, we're sold to somebody else. Everybody agrees, Ibedze, it's Zichuto. So now look how the Apotropos was very sharp and figured out how to get the field back for the Yitomim. He figured out a way to, in his claims. Ata Apotropos came in front of Abaye. Amale, Asa'u, Asiman, Nahir, Ibedze, Zichuto. Abaye, I'm sorry. It's a Bifirush Mishnah. The field was sold to somebody else. Your father or the father of these Yitomim signed his name on the star. And therefore, the law is Ibedzeh Zechuto. Sorry. No, no, no. You have no claim. Amar. So he says, hold it. Iyava abu hondi et mekayam. If the father of the Yitubim was alive, Hava ta'in ve'amar, Telem echad asiti licha. He could have came along and said, Yeah. When he said the border, It's right. It is the border belonging to him. Because I sold him the border. I sold him one line. <coughs> I saw the one strip. So therefore, yeah, yeah, I'm not arguing. I agree with you. That yeah, when, when, when Shimon uh, uh, came along and said, hey, the field that's bordering uh, right next to mine, yeah, yeah, it is bordering his field. I mean, my father owns the whole field. The and he just owns the border. Because right? the, the father could have claimed that. Couldn't he have claimed that? That's what he tells Abaye. So therefore, since the father can claim that, I'm claiming that uh, for the father. I'm instead of the father. I'm the potropos. Amar Nes, Abaye says, Shapir Kamart. So yeah, it's a good claim. Okay, he's Ne'eman. Good, so therefore uh, he got that. Zil havle miat telem ehad hava, which means, he says, zil havle, which is go, um, give him at least telem uh, ehad. Good, okay, give him, uh, give back the field to, to the Yatomim. But give uh, Shimon, okay, listen, you, you're being more than at least one tenant. So give him the role. Give now, on that one tenant, there was a row of palm trees. Yeah, next to each other. Right? Amaleh, sorry, this Apotropos was good. Apotropos comes along and says, listen, if the uh, father of the Yatumim was alive, couldn't he have come along and said, yeah, I, I sold him the, the, the rope, and then what? I bought, I bought it back. Don't we have a rule that says, a peshe asar, a peshe etir, which means I, I, the same mouth that's admitting that he sold the field, I'm admitting, I came along and said, you're right, that field belongs to Shimon, 100%. Now you can come along and say, also well, what? Just like you believe me that I sold him the field, the, the row, I can come along, the father can come along and say, but by the way, I bought it back. And therefore what? The Apotropos is claiming, I want everything, I want the role also. <coughs> so Abaye comes along and says, Amaleh, Shapir Kamart. So you know, he said, good. The Amar Yohanan, Imta'an, the Amar Hazarti, Vilakahti Mimenu, the Iman. So therefore, what ended up happening? This Apotropos, his claims, ended up getting the field with the border back to the Yatomim. And that Abaye said, Amar Abaye, if you can ever appoint an apotropos, appoint a guy like this. Because he knows how to, to, to claim the right claims for the benefit of the Yetomi. Look at Rashi. Let's read the Rashi's now. Right. The claim was, he says, listen, the father could have said, listen, you're right. I did sign on the star that the border field belongs to uh, Shimon because he sold him the actual strip. So next, Ashi, have the Okay, so Listen, there's original, let's, let's, let's start the process. Originally, there were witnesses that could testify that the field originally belonged to the Uven. We know the Uven was the original owner. On his own 
admission he's coming along and saying, I sold the strip to Shimon. He's also saying it on himself. So the same mouth that's Osir, Exactly. The whole, the whole uh, uh, ability, or the whole testimony, that this field belongs to Shimon is on who? On whose word? On Ruben's word. Ruben's the one that came along and said what? I, uh, I sold it to him. Well, we can't say I sold it to him. Because before that, meaning... Until that point, everybody knows it's the Uvens. The Uvens belong to this field. He's coming along and saying, yeah, but I just, uh, I just sold it to him. So the same mouth that can say, I sold it to him, can come along and say, I bought it back. Oh, you bought it. So therefore, Abayyah told the uh, Shimon, sorry, you got to give back everything. Give him back the field, give him back also the strip itself. So the Gemara says, that's, that's an apotropos. That's an apotropos that knows how to claim for the Yetomim. Comes the next Mishnah. Mishalach lemedina tayam. Okay, guy goes uh, overseas. <coughs> he lost his access into his field. It seems he had a field, the guy. And uh, this field surrounding it. And what? Uh, there's a road that he used to take to access into his field. But what happened now, he doesn't know which, which field that's surrounding it is his path. He wants to know now, 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 now uh, he, he lost his, uh, his derich. Now he can't access his field. Now these guys don't want him to walk through the field. These guys tell me, hey, I don't want you to walk through my field. I'm going to get out of He had a derich, but it was known he had a certain path to access. But now he doesn't have the path anymore. Either he forgot where the path was, he doesn't know, or the, 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 the surrounding fields are coming along to say, hey, listen, it's not here, you know, don't, 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 uh, I don't want you walking through my field. So Rashi says, Oh, very good. Which means the neighboring fields, the neighboring uh, borders, they, 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 they will mazik the fields. So now so he comes back, this guy's, living, this, guy, this guy's next to him. They say, this is my field now. Uh, can I walk too, please? I need my derech. Get out of here. So now, what does he do? So, Machlok and Edmond HaKamim. His field has become lost. That's the way they say it. He says his field is completely surrounded by private land that belongs to others. He had access to his field only by means by a path that ran through the neighboring land. So what happened? In his absence, the owners of the surrounding properties had encroached upon the path, absorbing into their properties. Okay, so they just took his, uh, each guy took a little piece of it, whatever it is. So now it says, Edmond He could come along listen, and go to the shortest path and claim it back. Because he... He owns. He owes something. He owns something over here. So therefore, he cannot take the biggest path, but he can go at least to the shortest path and claim it. Claim it back. Either he could buy it back for even for hundred mane, which is a lot of money, or or let him fly into his field. Which means we don't just let him take uh, take stuff over here. He's got to buy it back. Why? Look at Ashi. That's the But the hachamim, they hold differently. They say, listen, each guy can come along and say, what do you want from me? Stop, man. Go, go, go over there. Go to the next guy. Each guy can, 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 can push him off. Uh, I'm taking this one. Who said it's in my uh, field? Of it? Go, go, go to the next guy. Take a derich. Therefore, each guy can come along and push him away. So then they can tell, listen, you want, you want, uh, you want, you want, you want, you want access, pay, uh, Pay money. So Gibran is going to explain. My tamad Rabbanan. Yeah, Gibran explain right now what the case is. What's the logic of Rabbanan? Shapir Kamar Edmond. The Chaura Edmond said good, meaning give him the smallest access, because we know something did belong to him. Just give him the smallest uh, access path, and he's fine. Amar Abu Damarav, Kegon, Shikifua, Arbara, Bene Adam, Arbaru Chotea. We're talking about it's four different guys that surrounded him from four different directions. And therefore what? Each guy can come along and say, go to the next guy. What do you mean? Go, 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 go. You, you want, why are you taking the path of my field? Go to the next guy. Next guy. I, I, can I have a path, please? Look for me. Go to the next guy. So each guy can keep on uh, pushing him around. So the us, what's Edmond's logic? Why, why does Edmond say if that's the case, if it's owned by four different people, why does Edmond say just take the smallest path? Let the guy who owns the smallest path come along and take it out of it. Go to the next guy. So the us, says, you're right. If four... 
people bought the fields from four people, which means originally four people owned it, and now four new guys purchased it, or let's say four people bought it from one person, she's bottom line. If there's four owners now on the four sides, everybody agrees that what? That each owner of the field can push him to the next field, therefore he doesn't get anything. Uh, the Mahlokan in the Mishnah is a new case. Where one guy bought it from four. Originally there was four, four owners of the fields, right? Now one guy bought all the four fields. Edmond Savan, Mikol Makom Darcha Iti Gabach. Edmond comes and says, listen, you're the only owner now. So somewhere in this fields over here, my path is there. So therefore, give me, give, give me, give me at least the smallest path. They say, Listen, if you want to keep quiet, keep quiet. I'm only going to give the shtarot, I'll sell the fields back to the original owners. And then you're stuck, you won't have anything. Which means, you want to pay me money, I'll give you a, a, piece, of the, a piece of the field so you can walk through your room. But if you don't do that, I'll put you in a bind. How will I put you in a bind? I'll sell the fields back to the original four owners. Now what's going to happen if I sell the field to the original four owners? Now you get nothing. Because now each guy comes along and says, go there, go there, go there. So therefore the banan come along and say, even if it's one owner, still that doesn't automatically give the, uh, the uh, guy that has the claim uh, 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 a field, uh, uh, a path. Because the guy can come along and say, oh, you don't want to give me money? Okay, fine, no problem. Uh, now, here, I return the shtarot to everybody else. No sale. Now go deal with the four guys. If you go to deal with the four guys, you're getting nothing. So therefore, the banan say, you have to pay for the rights. Let's see. Keep quiet and buy the field from me. But if you don't, then already... Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell it back. Gemara tells a story now. Gemara says, "Ahu da amar lehu." The story. Dekla lebrat. He came along and said, "I want to give a palm tree to my daughter." Yerusha. And we know the the girls usually don't have Yerusha, but he came along before he died and said, "You know what? I want my daughter to be your esh. One palm tree." So what did Yatomim do? The boys. The father died. They, went, they split all the uh, fields. Right? Now nobody wants to give her the uh, matnitin. So Rabbi Yosef originally taught to say, that's exactly that case in the Mishnah. Where each one can come along and say, go to the next guy, go to the next guy, go to the next guy. And therefore what? She loses out on the... Naked, just like the case of the four fields. What do we say? Each one can say, not, not by me, go to the next guy. Abiyah says, not, not analogous. Which means, over there in the fields, each one can really say, it's over there, go to the next guy, go to the next guy. Masha'ikin over here, when the Yerusha came down, her dekel is in the Yerusha. So it's for sure... Which means somebody has the dekin. Which means you cannot come along now and just push it. Because really that dekin was not part of the original Yerusha to start off with. Which means when the father when the father died, before he died, he said, well, this uh, tree, palm tree, I want to go to my daughter. Now what did they do? They made a mistake, these uh, brothers. When they did it, they divided it. Once they divided it, oh, sorry, go there, go. Whoa. Who told you to divide it over here? You shouldn't divide. Before you divide it, what should you have done? Take out the dekel, give it to the girl, and then make your uh, division. If you can't come along now, take something that, uh, that doesn't belong to you, like this, uh, this, this dekel, you split it up amongst all of you, now you come along and say, oh, I'm sorry, go there, go there. Look at that sheep. Ahuda Amar. Right before the uh, wide lines. Ahuda Amar. Mishat Mitato. I want to give a dekel to my daughter. Hainu Matnitin. There's like a big kolchad v'hadu matzimat chay, like a banan. Sounds like the Mishnah. Go there, each guy can push him off to go to the next guy. So the Yabra says, kolchad v'hadu matzimat chay, shil mizrach omed lo besafon, derech shilcha. 
ואין לך אצלי כלום, וכל אחד ואחד, וכן כל אחד ואחד. However, הרעה דקלה גביו, שהרי כל הנכסים היו יחד בשעת צוואה. Which, exactly, which means at the time of the צוואה, all the fields, all the properties were together of the father. And that time he said, you're getting this דקל. ועל כולם מטילה דקל, ולא פירש איזה. Which means on all of them it's incumbent to make sure that she gets the דקל. He didn't specify... On this field or that field. So therefore the whole splitting was illegal. So the Gemara says, my takantai, so what do you do in this case? You know what you do? Do over. Start again. Give her a dekel, and then split everything else evenly. Last story. Okay, guy said, I want to give a dekel to my daughter. Before he died. Shachiv, he died. Veshavik, <laughs> he left regular full palm trees, but he also left half trees. Two half trees. Doesn't mean half a palm tree. That's what it is. It's a half a palm tree. So therefore, he has, let's say, half of the tree. It's a tree that he has a partnership with. Okay? So he has two of those type of trees over there. So now, the Yitomim, they want to unload the. The ones that are half, half owned, give it to the, give it to the Yitomah. So the Gemara says, look at Ashi, look at Ashi, first wide line. Veshavak tre palget didikla. He left two halves of a palm tree. Shayano b'shutafut. They had partnership, like we said. Ushad kalim arbe ayulo, veyitumim ayunotim la otan shnei hatzait shesh torach b'myoter. So it's a pain in the neck to deal with those uh, partnership ones. So if they want to unload, uh, they'll give you, you take, take, take half of that tree, and take half of that tree. So the Gemara says, Yativ Rav Hashem v'kakashle, Mi karu inche litre palge dekla, or no? We got to go with his words. He said he wants to give a dekel. Do you use a language when you say dekel to mean tre palge dekla? Two halves of a dekel. Would, would he use that language and say a dekel, or would he say two halves of a dekel? Amalei Rav Mordechai Rav Asher Hachi Amar Abimi Magronia V'Shemed Raba Karu Inche Letrep Palget Dekle Dekla. He does call it that, and therefore, even though he said Dekla, the brother, the Yitomim, are able to say, take care for this one and care for that one. Amen. 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 Amen.